Glad you're with us here on Show Me Today. I'm Bill Pollack. Thanks for listening. A statewide commission has been working to develop a roadmap to help Missourians who are living with autism. Alisa Nelson gives an update on the commission's work from Dr. John Montavani, the chair of the group. How is the work of the commission coming along on this whole developing a roadmap? Well, I think the commission has um, an important role um, since it sits really at the junction between the Department of Mental Health and other state departments and agencies, as well as uh, providers, uh, parents, uh, individuals with autism who are represented on the commission and represent multiple regions across the state. So it's only 25 people, but um, it serves, I think, a useful role as one part of a very uh, robust interest uh, around how to how to positively impact those affected by autism as well as all the related developmental disabilities. Uh, so I think Missouri has been interested, invested, and uh, active in that area for a long time. And I think when the commission really got going again in January 2022, um, we were interested to see what sort of a role this group of folks um, could play. And I think I think it's been a successful enterprise. I feel like we've we've done our part, but I think there's a lot of other people uh, in the state and across the state that um, are also doing important work. So it's 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 a very worthwhile effort. Generally speaking, what are you focused on um, in, in this work to develop this roadmap? So when we began, we really refocused um, in terms of the mission, and the goal was to uh, identify four key areas um, that we thought could begin the process of this roadmap development. So I think everyone who has experience um, with autism knows that there's a very wide range of individuals who are impacted, not only the, the person, him or herself, but the family, the communities, the educational system, healthcare providers, and many others. So we had to focus somewhere. And so the leadership of the Department of Mental Health asked us to really focus on four specific areas and spend a year essentially developing a white paper and uh, analysis and list of recommendations relevant to those four areas. And the, the first year, um, we did transition to adulthood. Um, and that, uh, that process, although it's still underway, and I can explain that a bit later, um, we produced a, a document which is on the uh, Office of Autism Services website, uh, which really lays out very clearly um, the recommendations from our commission um, on the steps that are necessary to support an individual's successful transition uh, from childhood to adulthood uh, in the context of a diagnosis of autism. And so um, that that document is there. It really broke down the areas of transition into six key domains, uh, including family support, community and independent living, health care, post-secondary education, employment, and legal status and guardianship. And Within that document, you'll see that there are five or six uh, specific recommendations in each of those areas, so more than 30 recommendations overall, and those have been uh, 
shared with the Department of Mental Health, the D Division of Developmental Disabilities, um, leadership uh, in the various relevant departments across the state, um, the governor's office, uh, and the key leaders in the legislature. So we hope that that will provide, again, uh, a starting point for some conversation about steps that, um, that have been taken, but that can be amplified even further. The second year of the project, which was uh, 23, uh, we focused on early identification and intervention. Um, and that white paper is just in the process of being finalized now. We'll uh, be meeting in Jeff City the end of next week to uh, review that, vet that, and then uh, hopefully in the short term be able to have that up on the uh, OAS website as well. This year, so January now, uh, we're focusing on a third area, which is access to care. So when you look at, regardless of an individual's uh, specific issues, um, everyone's challenged by access to care. And of course, that's not unique to autism or developmental disabilities. That's, that's true across, uh, across all dimensions. But we're going to be focusing on access to care um, across the age group. And then our fourth year, um, we're going to be we're going to focus in a little bit more closely around a particularly challenged subgroup of people uh, with more severe uh, behavioral or challenging behavioral issues, um, as well as uh, what we call crisis care. So at the end of this four-year process, we'll have uh, white papers, recommendations regarding each of these larger areas, which will then break it down further. We've also now, uh, we're in the process of undertaking on our transition document, for example, the implementation strategy. So we're working with the Department of Mental Health uh, and other relevant departments to share specific recommendations, to prioritize those, to look at uh, broader implications regarding regional variability, uh, budget challenges, um, staffing inequities, all of the things that go to make it difficult sometimes to implement um, the best ideas. And, and so we didn't want to just write a paper with what we thought were good ideas and good recommendations, but we wanted to work with the stakeholders to set up implementation pathways for those issues. So it's it's a fairly ambitious effort. Um, we're, we're trying to do a lot with uh, a fairly small volunteer group of folks um, but I, I feel really positively about what we've been able to uh, do so far, and I think what will come in the future. You talked about access to care. Um, I, I'm curious, are, where are the gaps, whether it's access to care or something else? Well, they're pretty much gaps at every level. And so when you think about um, early recognition, early identification, early diagnosis, um, then there are uh, various points of access, either through the healthcare system or through community resources that do vary a lot based on um, people's um, demographics, uh, based on their um, sometimes health insurance status. And so access is a challenge on the front end. And when you're in the system, once you have a diagnosis, then there's access to treatment and treatment therapy educational efforts occur in schools and there's tremendous variation in terms of resource allocation across multiple school districts at the state level. Uh, care occurs uh, in um, health care and developmental therapy environments, so things like speech therapy, et cetera. 
and access to those services varies uh, with the same sorts of uh, uh, issues that contribute to the variability. And I think the biggest challenge around access to care beyond the, the simple regional variation, uh, distance, and so forth, is access to information about the kind of care that you need. You know, I'm glad you brought up supports in schools. Does um, When you're working on this access to care uh, roadmap this year, does it are you going to get into that, like ways to increase supports in public schools to help better educate students with autism? Uh, yes. Part of the, uh, we have representation from uh, Department of uh, Elementary and Secondary Education. Um, we have representatives from other departments um, really uh, in at our commission meetings. And so they're engaged in the discussion, both sharing their perspective and listening to um, the discussion that's coming from the uh, the commission membership otherwise. And so I've been very impressed just in the last couple of years as I've learned more about all the efforts that are going on, um, both at the state level uh, very broadly, as well as individual school districts to try to work with and provide opportunities for those with diagnosis. What, one of the things that you may know, or some of your listeners may know, is that Missouri has a somewhat unusual perspective that creates a challenge between the healthcare diagnostic process and the educational um, interventional program. And that is that a healthcare diagnosis of autism, for example, doesn't in and of itself qualify you for special educational programming in regard to that diagnosis. So the school districts themselves according to Missouri State regulations and DESE regulations, are in the position where they have to evaluate and find that the child's needs within the educational environment meet the criteria for eligibility for autism services. We have children, families in our practice who have a legitimate, a medically-based diagnosis of autism. And because the child is functioning generally well at school, their need for special educational services <clears throat> doesn't rise to the level of what's called an IEP or an individualized educational uh, program or plan. And that, that creates confusion for people. It also sometimes leaves kids on the sidelines um, who could probably get more support from their schools. So having said that, I could turn the coin over and say that there also are children who do not have a healthcare or medically based diagnosis of autism, who nonetheless in the school district are identified as having needs, go through an evaluation through the school district and are found to meet eligibility criteria. And they get special educational services based on so-called educational autism. So it goes both ways. The, the, the My criticism about it really is that the gap that's in between. Where are the autism centers in Missouri? Where do we have them now? There are, are new ones that are, are coming uh, that are online now and will be over the next year um, providing services in regions of the state which have not had them before. At the moment, the six um, recognized um, Missouri 
uh, autism centers um, are in St. Louis, Columbia, Kansas City, and Cape Girardeau. There uh, is a new one that is opened um, in Springfield. Um, there's another one uh, coming online this year in Rolla, and uh, and a third which is um, opening uh, in uh, the northeastern part um, of the state in Kirksville. Show me the day.